Hey everybody and welcome to the first episode of Last Call with TFK. We've got a new show for you and this is the first one. So yeah, yeah well, in this episode we actually have Mike Niedlek returning, which uh, this episode was actually recorded right after our conversation with Mike. Sure was. So on this new um like it's not really a segment, but I would say it's like an offshoot podcast, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it'll have its own numbering system and everything. And it's gonna be more laid back, not as necessarily like informative. There's no agenda, there's <laughs> yeah. no structure. We just yeah. kinda have some beers and then yeah. we just kinda have a good conversation. Yeah. So um if you're just looking for some laughs and some fun times, uh look for the last call episodes. And sometimes we'll feature a guest. Sometimes we won't. You know, it might be yeah. uh, if we're if we're feeling good after we record an episode and want to get a little silly, we might uh, extend it a little bit, and it'll become a last call. Yep. Yeah. So enjoy. Enjoy. When you've quenched your thirst for knowledge, but you still want some more, grab your cup and fill it right, right up. And have a drink before. It's last call. It's last call. It's last call. It's last call. It's last call with TFK. It's last call. It's last call. It's last call. It's last What are you doing here? Are we really well, doing this right now? I don't know, man. What is this? Uh, is this the first? What was what was the name of this, James? Nostalgia. Nostalgia? No, not nostalgia. We're not doing nostalgia right now. Okay. What, what was your idea? Um, oh, welcome, ga- welcome, welcome. Today is our very first podcast for Last Call with Alcohol, featuring <laughs> motherfucking who we got on the show today. Well, it's 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 still Mike Nadlick. Oh, weird. Still. Still. He just always appears. Yeah, that that's crazy. Wait. Because this episode's probably going to be released, like... <laughs> <laughs> Minutes after her initial release. So, this is the first episode of Last Call, which is going to be a podcast after Thirst for Knowledge podcast, um, where we get... We keep drinking and we keep talking to our guest that we had on the old episode now it's a new episode <laughs> but it's it's a new podcast so it doesn't matter and we're just gonna keep drinking and we're gonna talk about whatever we feel like talking about uh yeah so what the our southern mississippi boy here said <laughs> he's uh <laughs> welcome 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 man mm. seriously what's with the southern accent we're just gonna eat some crawdaddies yeah and i mean uh, TFK lore. Uh, there's this the the welcome, welcome, welcome that we start every episode. It's People true. are wondering why why the accent. Well, I like it. First of all, I it's fucking actually love it. it's a very long story. But once I actually had a great great granddaddy who was from the south. You mean grandpappy? Yeah. But then once the alcohol hits my lips, my old lineage comes through. Okay. Yeah. So okay. once the alcohol comes through, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> There's no crowd that is. Crowd that is. Get your crowd eyes now with special, awesome Cajun spice. Nice. Um, so yeah, this is a new segment we are doing starting today. Um, we're basically just last call. You know, we're going to continue to drink. 
get a little bit more you know soaking wet and keep it going with our guests there's mm. no agenda no topic we're just going to see what happens we'll just continue on maybe what we talked about on the last episode with them or we can talk about things that they like besides work or <laughs> specialties you know they're not just robots, people. They're more than just workforce professionals. They have hobbies and interests besides the, their, you know, factual whatever, right? Right. Well, I might be viewed as a robot. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, you're definitely, your ability to fire off knowledge. I mean, I haven't felt an emotion for like 20 years. That's so. true. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Android Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> welcome. 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 Dude, I did just watch Ex Machina for the first time oh, last night. So good. Holy crap, man. Have you seen that? No, I missed I that. I haven't seen oh, that. Dude. It, I know the storyline about it's it. It's on Netflix. I watched it while I was running. Like it's I, on Netflix? It's on Netflix, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm going to yeah. watch it again. Oh, Wait, dude. hold on. Before you talk about it, is this the movie when this? it's like a robot and she's in this like high-tech like uh, house and the guy's like... He's like a he's smart and he makes a robot and then she doesn't know that she's a robot but she's a robot. Spoiler. N- not really. No, you're kind of there, but I haven't seen not. the movie. I just watched the trailer and just assume that's so what it's I'll, about. I'll give you like the quick premise without spoilers. Without spoilers. Like this is just the first the setup, the first couple minutes of the movie. You have uh, a, a young kid who works for a company who's a computer programmer works for like a Google like company. It's called yes. Blue Book. It's a search engine. He wins a contest to go to the founder's compound essentially and work for him directly for like a week. So <clears throat> he shows up to the compound, which is out in the middle of nowhere. He gets dropped off via helicopter. Very isolated, yeah. Very isolated, very high tech house. It is kind of underground kind of deal. And he's working on a project that has to do with AI. And um, the the billionaire owner guy is this kind of eccentric... Steve Jobs type? Or no, more, no, more like, really no, a no. Steve Jobs He's more type. like Mark Zuckerberg type. Because that guy's weird as balls. I would say take an intelligent person... With well beyond intelligence, super intelligent yeah. person, but with a sort of bipolar esque. Is he autistic at all? Jock. Which is actually very common. Yeah. So they, they find that higher IQs have there's a high degree of association with mental illness. I can see that. Yeah. Dude, have you seen Mark Zuckerberg? That guy's out of his goddamn <laughs> nest. Crazy. Or, he's, really or he's just a lizard person. I don't really <laughs> follow Mark Zuckerberg, so I'm not he got, sure. He got bit or bit someone. Oh, it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Something yeah. bit him hard. That's a good callback to brain. before this podcast started. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah. keep going. I interrupt no, it's, you. Yeah, go ahead. I so mean, basically, there yeah. the whole idea is this guy this sort of rich billionaire guy is um he's also a really great smart programmer himself who who started the company and made like the best search engine yeah yeah now he's creating an ai yeah he's creating artificial intelligence and he's creating and he he brought the guy that won the contest into his compound to help him prove that he created real AI. doing like what it's called a a turing test a turing test yeah what does that involve? Do you know? 
I'm not. I mean, I don't know the specifics of it. Just what they kind of what they talked talked like, about in the touched, movie. You know. Yeah, yeah. But super fun movie. Yeah. Very like. I and mean, it, the actors just did a wonderful job. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac, man, shout out to him. He fucking killed yeah, that who, role. I was just informed by uh, Justin is Poe Dameron in the Star Wars movies. So I'm telling you, oh, man, wow. yeah. that guy transforms. And it doesn't even look like I was like, man, his voice is so familiar, but I don't know the actor. Like I didn't look Dude. anything up about the movie. I had just heard it was pretty good. Yeah, on yeah. the list it goes. Yeah, yeah he's a good. A- he's a great actor. Yeah. yeah, and it's a minimal cast. It's basically it's three people. Th- basically three people. The whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but well done. It's a very good movie. It's definitely a thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a fan of Black Mirror. Oh yeah, definitely. It'll cut you very deeply. <laughs> Dude, Black Mirror. Okay. I stopped watching Black Mirror because it cuts me so deep Dude, every time. I, How about Bandersnatch? I watch. I watch Bandersnatch. Have you seen Bandersnatch? I didn't watch it. it it's frustrating uh, in fun ways. Yeah, couch just nurse. because if you need to finish all of the, so it's a choose your own adventure movie. Yeah. So if you're like a completionist, it's so frustrating because oh. as you choose. Different oh, choices later Sorry. get altered. So, yes. like, yeah, you can eventually go on Reddit and people have mapped it. Okay, but there's like dozens. How many hours does it end up being total? If if you were to follow like once, if you were to follow one pathway, it's, it's quick. It's like ninety minutes, maybe maybe less. Okay, but if you want to invest in all the pathways, mm. yeah, it takes forever. You could be there for probably like. Eight to ten hours, wow. I'd imagine. See, that's I, quite the project. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm like that's I a guess. Know. I don't know if it's actually that many. But you would be rewatching the, the same parts a bunch of right. times. Yeah. So. There was yeah. Couch Nurse. Have you seen it? What? Snatch? No, it's it's yeah. We would have watched it together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I, me and Neen watched it, and it was a very like, you'd make a decision. Mm-hmm. That decision would pan out, okay? If you made another decision where it resulted, and of course, me, I was like, let's see how extreme these decisions can go. <laughs> yeah. I basically tried to kill off the main character like right off the bat. Okay. <laughs> like, you had you made him jump? I made him jump. And he's like, yeah, jump, jump, like, kill him, kill him. <laughs> so I made him jump just to see how, like, where does this take the storyline? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of like looping and re rewinding yeah, and re- it brings you back. Like, well, you it's died. Like a, you really it's wanted- like Groundhog Day. Okay. Yeah. It's a Groundhog Day esque sort of choose your own adventure, right? Mm-hmm. Until you get to the end, where you start unraveling like the truth or where you want to go. Did mm-hmm. you get? Did any of you get to the part where he's on the computer and be like, "Who are you?" Like, this yeah. is Netflix. Yeah, I did that. I did that. <laughs> I was like, it's so and there's a little fourth wall. You're like, yeah, you, like you, this is Netflix. You're on a show. Blah blah blah. You're like, what the fuck is Netflix? <laughs> yeah. And then it pans out, right? And yeah. the guy's like going crazy a little bit. So this is set back in the day, like early '90s, but prior to Netflix. This is like when oh, video okay. games are like. There's barely internet. I will, video yeah. games. I will say yeah. this. It's from the 80s, right? Or 70s? My favorite. I don't know if it was 80s or 90s. I don't. I don't. I, I, think, I don't think it was 90s. I think dude. it's 80, late 80s. Yeah. Okay. My favorite part of the whole fucking movie. Mm. My favorite fucking part. Besides taking acid. That was um, a good part. That was my, a good scene. My favorite part <laughs> was you get to choose um, this like. Matrix? 
this this guy this like like super programmer he's like a very like a renowned video game designer mm. he gives you two recommendations for music to choose mm. oh he's yeah. like hey if you want to go down a rabbit hole fucking you should listen to these albums and here you go and you get to choose which albums you want to pick up okay. at the record store. Yeah. And one of the fucking choices was goddamn Tangerine Dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so <laughs> that's excited. Oh, that's awesome. It was the the Tangerine Dream Phaedra album. Nice. Oh, my God. It was a good dream. Do you remember what the other album was? No, I don't. Oh, I, I got no. too excited. I was oh, just like, yeah. yep, Tangerine Dream. Yep, let <laughs> me have it. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, so you should watch it. That's good. I only went through one storyline, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll do it when I get home, and I'll do some more." But I never yeah. did. Yeah. What the most frustrating part is is if you make choices, the later options continue to change. Mm. So it just continues to like exponentially expand. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't want to toot my own horn, but do you guys fucking <laughs> remember? It's on a podcast, one of ours. But I said. Do you you know what would be good if we made a YouTube video of Choose Your Own Adventure? No, you did, and this was before Bandersnatch came out. This is way before but, it came out. But but it's probably they were probably already in production. Cool, easily, whatever, easily. whatever. <laughs> I fucking said it way before it came out, and it's probably on record. Yeah, James, I was like, yeah. You were talking about Choose Your Own Adventure YouTube videos because we were talking about how would you like get the most monetize clicks. yeah get a bunch of clicks so you would set up this series of youtube videos that are choose your own adventure that would send you to other youtube videos right that would have ads so they'd be like just, 30 second clips they'd have to watch the whole thing yeah and then be like all right click on this one if you want to go to the next episode here or click on this one and you just keep going down those fucking rabbit holes <laughs> and then dude everyone's got like 10 billion clicks yeah start making money son next yep. thing you know you believe in flat earth <laughs> whatever but you I fucking you choose your own I had that fucking thing brewing choose your own adventure and then what three months four months later we had comes talked out like, about we had talked about a choose your own adventure music album an oh, audio choose your own adventure years ago probably we, right? like fucking years ago yeah. and this was where you would actually have to the the concept would be the beginning part of the track and the end part of the track would have to have be in a certain key or would have to be in a certain Style where yeah. where it could flow easily into the next track without really blinking an eye. Yeah. So the idea would be you would hit shuffle, or you would build a playlist off of these list of tracks to sort of go through this very instrumental mm. kind of environment where you sort of choose your own adventure. You'd have to be tripping balls to actually figure journey. out what's you happening. You could link certain tracks together because but, they start in the same key and tempos yes. so they can link up. Yeah. So you yeah. could almost view it as like all the tracks are one piece, but then you segment it. You could rearrange them yeah. in different orders yeah. and like kind of... And it would create a very different experience. I okay. bet you with newer technologies, we could make that even more like interactive, like something like... All right, yeah, we'll have to take this offline, man. <laughs> Everyone shut your phones up. Put them in these boxes. Yeah. We're going to the basement. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. here we are. Last call. I have what, a, do you, what are you guys drinking? I want to know. What are okay, you guys drinking? I am drinking, uh, I am drinking a beer from Seth, Dynamic Earth uh, Helix again. I'm a little... Regular? Regular Helix, but I'm going to... I had the... Uh, what's it? Hell's... What is it called? Little, Little Hell. Little Hell. Yeah. The lager. It's good. Yeah. 
and the double helix is good too. I'm, I was just trying to fray around the double here. This is eight percent. I mean, if I'm blacking out tonight, I'm blacking out. But <laughs> let it be a little. Let it let, let the sun go down first, right? Do you have anywhere to yeah. be? No, Gina's down in Blackstone all night. She's sleeping there. <laughs> all right. I mean, the only thing I'm neglecting is my dog. So <laughs> I fed them before I left. I think they're Gucci. <laughs> yeah, they get some chickens outside. Right. They can go and you know. Grab one of those. The neighbor's got enough goddamn rats to feed a fucking <laughs> small tribe. Dude, his fucking neighbor has rats. Like, like big pet rats. rats. No. No. No, no, Bi- no. Like, just was like negligence. Roommate negligence. Rats. Yeah, dude. I, I, I know a guy you. who has pet rats. Uh, Ooh, he's oh, boy. Two pet rats, and he, he's like in love with them. Do they live in I'm not going to shame yeah, them because... He's, he's, got a, he's got like a triple-decker cage. Right. So they've just got like free range. <laughs> and then he's got little balls that they roll around the house in. Oh I'm not going to shame because I, I, I also had <laughs> one. Awesome. I had a pet rat named Zoe, and I had a pet rat, rat named Stinky. <laughs> Stinky. He was an asshole. Zoom into those blue buckets, dude. Yeah, those are uh, those are pretty legit. Those are rats. <laughs> That's a chicken coop in, infested by rats. So because these people had bad rats, last year their rats ended up just like expanding to our property. And I was like, I'm not having any of this shit. So I got like all sorts of traps and I ended up killing like 50 rats in like a month. In one month, dude. And then once they found out what was going on, they're like, no, fuck this house. This guy's like the craziest baller, baller rat killer on the planet. Wait a dude. minute, wait a minute. First Charlie of all, Charlie Kelly, Kelly is I with have- his <laughs> raccoon remote control car. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Ch- Charlie is probably the king of the rat slayers. It's rat season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh. On lighter news, have you seen... <laughs> A move. I'm going to ask you if you've seen it. These jabronis haven't seen it. What? <laughs> Snowpiercer. No. I've seen no? it, you motherfucker. Oh, you finally watched it? No. I've I, always I, watched okay, it. No, it's set. It's set. I haven't seen we've, Snowpiercer. We've, I've never even heard of it. We've talked oh. about this before. Okay, man. it's me yeah. and Justin that have seen it. I'm sorry, Justin. I neglected you. Hey, you better be sorry, man. Snowpiercer. You Snowpiercer. haven't seen it? I've never even heard oh, of it. you got to watch man. it. Chris Evans from Human Torch. Human Torch, probably the most, the thing that he's most popular for. Yeah. Human, Human Torch. Torch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. He's in it. <laughs> it's <laughs> Willy Wonka Part Two. Willy Wonka oh. Part Two, dude. It really is. Right. It's after Willy Wonka One. <laughs> this is not it's, correct. It's, it's, it's Willy Wonka Two. So Veruca goes down the chute, and then it's like she comes, into this. She comes yeah. back. This is when they're all adults. The okay. world's ended. And they all live on this traveling train together. And each each compartment is a, a level of society. So the back is like the peasants. And they have to like eat like these cockroach bars and each other. And then as you go through the wait compartments. Wait each other? I don't think they eat them. <laughs> they can, eat cockroach is there, bars. Is there cannibalism in this Oh, room? fuck yeah. There's tons there? of can- That's a, what the whole story is about. Okay. He's like, I've, I've tasted like baby arms and I'm not proud of it that's like his main line okay. in the end that's the main line yeah oh boy because like Evan says that he's like not proud of like eating he knows he's like I'm not proud of it but I know what, <laughs> but I know what some of this but I know what human tastes like this Jack's Abbey excess the mosaic oh but um dude you gotta see Snowpiercer and then I'll I'll send you a link to a crazy Willy Wonka 2 theory I was actually On surprised I was how really good was. how good that movie was and it, no one has seen it. I watched it. I was like, it got some praise, you know, through some websites, and I was like, okay, all right, let's check it out. But damn, it was just 
Like from start to finish, there was no lag. There was no like the violence in it is key. It's pretty it's, fucking violent. It is man. violent. Really good movie. So so basically the the story is the world has ended because of um like ice age right it's so cold that no one could live outside of this train and they built this train that follows the sun so the sun's constantly beating on this train and it follows the sun all around the world and the sun constantly beats on it so it's always daylight where the train is constantly moving yeah Mm. it's never stopped once it stops it freezes so you can't blah 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 so Mm. then it lives like you live in this train and you never leave your train and blah 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 what power is it I don't know Willy Wonka magic. <laughs> what makes that everlasting gobstopper last so long? It's a fizzy you know? lifting drink, right? Yeah. What makes you float when you drink fizzy lift a drink? Magic. Um. Happiness of children. <laughs> anyway, the blood of rats. Yeah. Um one of the cool one of the it's not cool, but one of the things that happens is like if you do something wrong, you get you get punished. And you remember that scene where they stick there's a hole they made the guy stick his arm out for like five seconds and he sticks his arm out of the train it f- instantly freezes yeah and they fucking smash it and it yes. just turns it like breaks apart into a million pieces that's yeah. pretty brutal it's pretty crazy it's pretty cool one of the dudes in it is the dude from the new uh, Indiana Jones movie the old man who's the old dude in Indiana Jones you guys both Which watched it in Crystal Skull Crystal Skull the old guy Harrison Ford? <laughs> Dude, he, the older, the one that's going to die soon and not Harrison Ford who will live forever and make five more Indiana Joneses, <laughs> the older man um, I that they're looking for the whole time. Oh, yeah, like the guy that went crazy? Yeah. Oh. He is that guy yeah. who sacrificed all his body parts. Really? Yeah, he's that guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. I think he's also the dude. Um, whoops. I think he's also the dude who's in um, V for Vendetta behind the mask. No. Stop hitting your microphone. Sorry. Me? Is that me? <laughs> no, that's James. So it's James. I keep going like this. The guy behind the mask in V for Vendetta, isn't that. Who is that? The old guy from Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> isn't it Guy Fox? I don't know. Whatever you want. I was making shit up. <laughs> Watch Snowpiercer, please. It's so, so good. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> it used to Tonight. be on Netflix. It's no longer on Netflix. I'll get it. I get like all those things. Right. Uh, John Hurt. John Hurt. That's the name of the... That's the older gentleman in uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. And um, Let's Johnny see Hurt. if he was in Snowpiercer. He is V for Vendetta. Oh! What else wow. is he in? Wait, no, he was in that movie. That doesn't mean he's the guy. I'm just saying he was in it, so I win. One point for me. Keep going. Uh, Snowpiercer. No, see, this is what I suspected. It's fucking Hugo Weaving was V. What, yeah. uh, what about so, what also, about um, Snowpiercer? Was he in Snowpiercer? He was in. So he was a different character in V for Vendetta. But yeah, he I was know. in it. I, I know. I, now that you said that, I can picture him. Um. Uh, so <laughs> that so Hugo Weaving is uh, Agent Smith from The Matrix. Yeah, he's yeah. also in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, he's El- Elrond. Yeah. He's the elf. Yeah. Yes, he's the fucking elf in Lord of the Rings. He's also Red Skull in Captain America. Correct. Yeah. God, you guys know a lot. Spoiler of alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. 
Um, but I actually just watched all the Indiana Jones. And yeah, what's the worst one? Crystal Skull. <laughs> um, no, dude, I fucking you. love the Crystal Skull. No. I love Shia LaBeouf. I love the fact which is <laughs> go this... dig a hole. No, man, dude. <laughs> look, I'm gonna go on record, and it's on record because we're fucking recording a podcast. That Shia LaBeouf, man, is a very underrated actor. So and is so, f- dude. His greatest his greatest acting achievement was when he was the Fury. Uh, Holes. No, no. Holes. No, it was even Stevens, the uh, Austri- the ostrich jockey. <laughs> go, go back. Oh my god! Go back and look. Austri- ostrich Steven. jockey. That is the greatest Halloween costume. Ostrich of- jockey. Yeah, yeah. He's Google like a right little now. guy, right? Now. Yeah, it's the I greatest costume of all time. Right. I'm gonna have to look this up. And then he had a nightclub that was like Mexican themed in the janitor's closet. Man, what an underrated show. <laughs> oh, Shia LaBeouf. So I okay. We're still. I know this is last call but we can still bring up old questions i have a oh nutrition question God. for you why can i not drink the water in mexico but the mexicans drink can drink the water in mexico mm. I, it has i would imagine it has more to do with their gut microflora okay no, they're they're it, sort of they're used to it and that's what i'm guessing right they're used that to that be, water that would be my guess i don't have the definitive answer technically if i live in mexico long enough i'll get used to their shitty water okay. and then i won't well, die if, if you don't die in the, if you don't die in the process of getting used to it a pretty big hurdle what but, i yeah. don't get to oregon trail james dies of dysentery this, is, this yeah. is one thing i don't get to is if you say that you get stranded on an island or like wherever Right, because this happens like, all the time. Like, what if I get stranded on the moon? Right, well, not the moon. There's or no Ohio. <laughs> say that you get lost in the woods and you have to survive. Like in all the these, woods, like like uh, all these surviving shows, and they go, you have you have to boil your water. You have to make sure you don't get sick from the water because that'll be your number one killer. Right, right. But if you just keep drinking the water, no, you'll never not get dehydrated. You'll keep having diarrhea. Yeah, but you'll just keep. Keep filling your water. Keep filling your body with bad water, but it's still water. It's just full of bad stuff. Yeah, you can get giardia, and that what does giardia do? Give you diarrhea? Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's more does than that. Neurological right? complications? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm, I might be making It'll that up. It'll give you diarrhea, and then you eventually get dehydrated and die. But you keep drinking that bad water, baby. You still get that water. You just become Aquaman. You just become one with the water. There was one What's of those. What's the big killer of di- of di- of diarrhea? Is dehydration, right? Part of, I would imagine, well, it, yeah. It would be like dehydration and fluid electrolyte imbalance. Yeah. 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 So you just make sure you can <laughs> eat enough meat and vegetables and then keep drinking <laughs> shit water. But if you're surviving in the middle of the woods. Where do you get that? Where do you get that? The woods, baby. You get it from the woods? Nature provides. <laughs> I mean, someone like me personally, I can eat mushrooms and wild cucumbers and I eat a bunch of bugs. and, and Right, but, but then I'll keep drinking shit. Jardia water. <laughs> he's just yeah. going to come up with the rats. What's the difference the between piper? me getting Jardia and me having the runs for like four weeks straight at home? It, I mean, unpleasantness. I don't. I don't yeah, know. I'm just uh, unpleasant. Butthole? Like I don't maybe, know. yeah, very raw. I guess when you're in the woods, you have to wipe your butt with like leaves, and that's probably like equivalent to sandpaper, as opposed well, to like it's not quilting. equivalent to sandpaper. <laughs> leaves are smooth, not, well, not well, dry if leaves. If it's the fall and they're crinkly. Yeah, oh, right. that's true. Dry leaves, or if you're doing cactus, cacti, Ooh, that would be. That's a whole other problem. Arms. But yeah, okay. I'm just saying, like, people. You're saying to adapt to the climate. 
you need to adapt yourself to the climate. Exposure is the way to go. Right. Test this. Get back to us and let us know how I it works. I have tested this, and I'm going to give you my feedback. So everyone has this <laughs> negative thing about Taco Bell, right? You eat Taco Everybody. Bell, you get diarrhea. It's bullshit. I'm, sa- I'm going on record saying it's bullshit. It's bullshit for me and you. But the only reason... And Seth. Because we expose ourselves long enough to Taco Bell <laughs> where it doesn't affect us anymore. I don't get diarrhea from Taco Bell anymore because I eat so much Taco Bell. I'm immune to all the Taco Bell bacteria that's ex- you know that a normal person would be exposed to. Just like someone who lives in Mexico drinks Mexican water, they don't get diarrhea. There's no, dude, there's no Taco Bacillus. There's no fucking Taco Bell diarrhea. We've identified yet. Bacteria. I mean, there could it's, be. It's, it's early. Say it's you, early in the game. Say you eat spicy peppers, right? Okay. And you have a bad reaction to spicy peppers. If you eat spicy peppers long enough, you'll stop having that reaction. And you get more immune to the spice. And your butthole stops bleeding. Your First of all, your butthole should never bleed. That's a, ever. Bad, that's a bad thing. That's a sign of like, listen, a lower GI issue. To- <laughs> listen, listen. Tomatoes, tomatoes. All right? No, you don't know what you're talking no. about. Blood is a normal thing. If anyone's bleeding, ignore that. Don't go to the doctors. Just keep no, eating what no, you're doing. All wrong. Uh, all very, very wrong. TFK podcast. This is not TFK podcast. This is... This is last After call. Our, last James call. Evers' views on butthole bleeding <laughs> do not reflect those of the TFK. Listen, listen, guys. We're going to take this down a, a little. We're going to take this down nice okay, and Okay, let's take it down. We're going to go through reflection time now. This is reflection time. Reflection time? Reflection What's time. reflection time? I've never bled in the bathroom so bad. <laughs> what are we doing right now? Then when we this? were in Hatteras... No. The night, the night of margaritas, when we had to go to that guy's house, and he made us those margaritas. Was it after? It was before, and I was like, seriously, where I was like, there was a lot of blood. <laughs> there was a lot of blood, and I was like, and then I was making those jokes. You guys remember all those jokes I was making? No. I was like, I was like, there's so much blood, and Gino's laughing, and you guys were like, wait, what? And I was like, so much blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but. A lot of blood came out of my b-hole that day. Is that unusual? Have you oh, ever it was seen so unusual? No, no, no. Have you ever seen blood in your stool before that? No, so ever. Was it? And it blood was only in your stool. It was only was that it day. Like, it was only that day. Like it was red. It was blood. Open. I think I like had a uh, hernia or something. A, have you ever had a hemorrhoid? No. Well, Dude, that's what I'm you saying. Have. An internal hemorrhoid. Well, it only happened bleeding. that one day. I was worried all day about it, and I was like, I shouldn't drink, but I'll just keep drinking. And then, and then, uh, luckily, it went away like a day later. But dude, Hatteras last year vacation, I went so hard, my butthole bled. See, that's unusual. Your butthole should not. And it, it wasn't like we were doing strenuous stuff. It was just probably the diet. So whatever we did, I think it was just from extremely drinking and meats. <laughs> it had to have been right. The you meat sweats. No, we ate. A good amount of veggies, man. I mean, we had who is we? Yeah, we don't really know what he put into his body. Uh, I guess that's true. I, I had a, I had peony shrimps. <laughs> I had the taco truck like every other day. I want to go to the taco truck this year. We have to. Yeah, it's so goddamn good. I have like a budget I wrote out for <laughs> taco vacation, truck? and I have a hundred dollar budget just for a taco truck <laughs> written in. That's impressive. For that one is. week. I mean, that's for like five completely days. Doable. Yeah. Yeah. You should just buy it. It's really the truck. Uh, actually, it's unreasonable. Yeah, right? It's probably be more because twenty bucks a day, you Dude, can easily 20 spend bucks twenty in tacos. It's ex- it's expensive there. What's up? 
No, yeah, no, 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 just me. Gina has her own taco. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be realistic. She you know, for herself. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once I'm, I'm responsible for getting there and getting home, and then once we get there, she is on her own. <laughs> uh, can I go back? Yeah, you can Can go we back. rewind? Oh, please. Do whatever please. you want, baby. This is last call. We can do whatever we want. No rules it's... here. Um, I want to go back to the Indi- Indiana Jones films. Okay. 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 First of all, Temple of Doom. Yeah. I revisited it. Okay. Yes. Man. Oh, God. Okay. I couldn't help watching that film Mm -hmm. and hear James in the background shouting all of these great one-liners, man. And were were they there? I had such a good time. Watching the <laughs> Temple of Doom. Now, let me let me let me be clear. The first I would say the first fifty percent of the film, first half of it, was not very good. Yeah. It was it just, was kinda slow. It was very slow. It was like and, and I agree with you, Seth, with what you said with that 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 female character, that, that lead character. She was just she was god awful. Mm-hmm. Right. Very she used that damsel in distress times a thousand. Very useless kind of blonde Hollywood chick. Poorly done. Yeah. Okay. Was... Um, but that second half of that fucking film. Holy shit! <laughs> Dude, the bridge scene and the the fucking minecart carnage scene with and Dude, the battle with him and that big guy and he gets steamrolled. He didn't want him to die. He like no. reached his hand. I was like, no, no, no! I don't want you to steamroll. I just Who want wants you to... to be steamrolled. And he tried to save him, and he's like, ah, sorry, bro. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you're done. Like, yeah. there's no. He just wants back him to fight, that. and then get knocked out, and then wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, what happened? Yeah. And Indiana Jones knocked me out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and he got like toothpaste rolled, and you know, he's pooping out out of his mouth. <laughs> Did he not get toothpaste? He did get toothpaste uh, yeah. rolled. Poor, poor. And that's, his, a, that's a new thing. <laughs> getting toothpaste? Getting oh. toothpaste. Oh. <laughs> but with the, that scene with the bridge and the gators, man, that was so fucking good. That's a good scene. The interesting thing about this whole experience, mm. it actually triggered some deep childhood memories I haven't had to revisit. You mean nightmares? <laughs> since then. Wow. Okay. I remember as a child, maybe four, maybe three. Who wow. the fuck knows? This is, this is going, Keep going. Back. All right. All right. <laughs> I was young enough to to like not actually be able to like think of my. I knew I was alive, but it wasn't. I wasn't alive enough to like take control of my own existence. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Probably not. Okay, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, have, uh, keep I, going. I was three or four years old. <laughs> yeah. And venturing into Disney. Disneyland, which is California, correct? Disney World is in Florida? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll f- fact check this last call. Or yeah, we sure. don't do that, right? No, nope, we're not fact checking no, this. No yeah, this is no fucking fact-check. free reign. Yep. Whatever. One of the parks, <laughs> I remember going on a, a sort of Indiana Jones ride. Mm. Okay. And you're going through the sort of minecart carnage tracks. Yep. You're like in a trolley car. And I remember seeing these skulls, these animatronic skulls, actually fucking moving and talking mm. um, throughout the ride. And it created these really deep-seated nightmares um, that I completely forgot about until revisiting 
the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom film. Is that the source right there? Indian Temple Doom. So Temple was isn't there a ride at? I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World, um, but I did play this video game for a Nintendo Entertainment System way back in the day. That was based NES. on. Yeah. yeah, let's be real. NES. NES. <clears throat> that was based on rides that existed at either Disney World or Disneyland. Wait, really? Yeah, and one of the parts is like this minecart type scenario. I think it's like Magic Mountain, maybe? Anybody? I've been there. No. Okay, yeah, but there's... I've tasted it. it. Tastes good. Yeah, and I, I haven't thought about this video game in a really long time until you just reminded me <laughs> of that. <laughs> but, yes. Um, I wonder if that ride is what the video game that I played was based off of because it oh, was like the whole minecart thing. Yeah. yeah. Did you get all the uh, short round references? All of them. All I just heard them. James's voice in my head the whole time. All the short round references. All was of like, them. Hang on, lady. We go ride. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. <laughs> yeah. I will say he was like he said it in his language and then he's like, What does that mean? And he's like. Hang on, lady, and then he starts like rolling his wrist around the fucking <laughs> yeah. vines and shit. Like he's like oh, on the fuck. bridge, and I, I'm dude. Short round is the man. Oh fuck yeah, he's, he's the, the man. man. He's gone through some serious shit, and he's like a ten year old boy <laughs> now. Jesus what? Christ, in, in that, that poor opening man. scene, in that right. opening scene, in that sort of Japanese or Chinese like sort in, of yeah, like Tokyo, like wherever they are, gala Hong Kong. event, wherever they're at. That like was that. When Indiana Jones had that leverage with that server, that waiter who was right, who was Asian, mm-hmm. who had the the gun, he had the, was yeah, he, right. He was sort They're of trading ba- a diamond for a nice artifact. Yes, and was that Short Round's father? Oh, what? No fucking way! Why would it be his father? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't oh, think so. Okay, no, it wasn't Short Round. No. There's a spec story with Short Round where he explains it in the movie, but he was like. Uh, He's like a drifter. He's yeah, a drifter he like, kind of like adopted him or some shit. It was like his dad. It was like his son. Okay, because that waiter guy was in. He was a good friends with Indiana Jones, and then yeah, that, right. that guy dies. Oh, like that dad? That guy dies in service for Indiana Jones in that scene, and I was just like, thinking, oh, I don't know. I didn't think of that. Would that have been Short Round's father? I don't know. That may have been better for the plot. Maybe in, in real life. Better. In real life, that's Short Round's dad. Yeah. <laughs> But I will you know say what? this. That's the, that's the same. That Asian dude that died is Short Round's dad in Goonies. What? Okay, maybe we will fact check this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but fun, uh, going back to your... You had mentioned... Um, He's pointing at me. This, uh, <laughs> Yes. Uh, for those who's watching the... Or listening to the audio version, not watching the video version Which of this episode. Which does not yet exist. <laughs> it will <laughs> in the future. Okay. Um, you had mentioned the the woman placing the perfume on the elephant. When yeah. she's riding the elephant, she's like, yeah. this stinks, this is gross. She perfumes the elephant. Yeah. I was talking to a coworker of mine. Okay, who actually was born in Africa? Okay, did they perfume the elephants? No, okay. it's actually severely frowned upon. Okay, when you're going through these very major sort of like wildlife areas where mm. there's elephants, where there's lions, where there's any sort of those like safarian type animals. You want to blend in. You want natural yeah. natural sense. Yeah, that you, makes a lot of sense. You, because the wise will come and get you. You're actually forbidden to apply any sort of perfumes or smells. Probably deodorants. 
even deodorants. You yeah. want to smell as natural as possible because that could actually upset the elephants and either cause it'll cause them to come over and investigate. Mm. And that can end up one or two ways. Okay, it could be okay. Positive, but. where they lift you up, put them on your back, <laughs> give you a nice this ride. This is Disney. So, so who else is who's, who's ridden an elephant? This is, I have not. I have. You have. I've ridden an elephant. I've oh, ridden nice. a camel. Uh, I think it was Southwick Zoo. Oh yeah. In, in, in Mended. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. And you put perfume on its head because it smelled so bad. You don't want your white dress to get ruined, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Keep going. Like what? What, would you, what else would you do? So you haven't ridden an elephant. I have not. No. Why not? Because well, the old. All right. I will answer that question. <laughs> there's there's actually one clear reason why I've not ridden elephant. And it's very simple. The only opportunities I've had where I could ride an elephant was at state fairs. Okay. And zoos. And those are opportunities where you can see just the sadness and the fucking... Yeah, it is pretty sad. The gr- just... It's just a gross representation of humanity controlling animals that are in a are in an environment where they fucking should not be. But what if the elephant chooses you? Like he takes his trunk and he points at you and he wraps it around <laughs> your waist and he pulls you close ah! and he puts you up on his neck and on his back. Did that happen to you? I wish it did. Okay. <laughs> like, <Christ laughs> my I have dreams about this. And then he crushed my hips and I'm like, like every so, so the elephant chooses you. Do you ride him? Of course. Into the sunset. Yes. And you become best friends. As long as you're not fucking chained to a one, to like a 12 inch fucking tree pole. Like, <laughs> you just picture like a giant like slave chain on his ankle. Dude, that's <laughs> what it is. See, because that's just magnificent. If, if he chooses you. Fine. Okay. I'm cool with But if he has free range. In, yeah, in right. his environment. How do you take care of an elephant in New England? You don't. They live in a, sh- <laughs> no. they live in a shack. And then they eat peanuts, maybe? Do they eat <laughs> peanuts? Dumbo. What does Dumbo eat? I don't know. Dumbo peanuts. eats peanuts. Does he eat like, peanuts? Just as his only... But he hates mice. I don't remember the I movie. I think all elephants... That is a oh, true that's fact. What, that's what we're led to believe, according yeah. to Disney. Yes, according to Disney. Yeah. yeah. But, oh man, I'm gonna have to fact check this episode now. work. But point point taken, if using perfumes can cause you to get fucking trampled mm. and fucking stomped out of existence. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that would suck. <laughs> so Second half, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Fucking so good. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it's not bad. The, f- the first half is pretty bad. I do kind it's of... It's still the worst Indiana Jones movie. I, 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 I will have to agree with that statement. It looks like we're about, I wanted to say Crystal Skull was, but I watched Crystal Skull, and it was... It's fucking good. It was okay. It was okay. Really? You didn't like it's it, Mike? No, Mike. I wasn't into it. Why? Oh, jeez. I just thought it was way too... Like, too sci-fi compared to the other ones. With yeah, the whole alien thing and oh, the, the new, ending the new kind of yeah. like. I mean, ah. I mean, when you, in and of itself, like if it was standalone, maybe. But yeah. when you're looking at it in the entire Indiana Jones universe, right. mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just too far from the world we know. Crystal Skull, right? Yeah, yeah Crystal yeah, Skull. It was it's very just, sci-fi. It's just too far. And you know what? The very be- the very beginning of it was real good, with the whole backstory of like. Of yeah. Shia, Shia's being a son, and that you know she comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine but with then all that. Once the giant ants come in, and the aliens, the I'm, aliens I'm, I'm out. And I'm like, God 
interesting. Yeah. Wait, Nothing wrong with giant ants. Yeah, I, I'm into alien. Giant I'm, in, ants. I'm into sci-fi stuff. But there was ants like as big as this table. They were giant ants. Fuck yeah, they were. No, they were just little ants. No, but it was a fucking lot of them. And they were I consuming think, I think the flesh. Were, I think they were like as big as this bottle. No, they were regular. They were just regular fire ants that actually just fucked you up. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, think I, so. I think they were small ants. I think they were yeah. giant ants. It's been many years. I don't remember. I think you're thinking of. Uh, Look, honey, I shrunk the kids. I think that's what you're thinking of, man. Or Ant Man, maybe. <laughs> or Ant Man. <laughs> I'm mixing up Ant Man with Chris. <laughs> Classic mistake. Yeah. I don't know. I I enjoyed that movie, and and you know you should take Indiana Jones with a grain of salt in terms of realism. You mean it's not an accurate like portrayal of history? Well, of course <laughs> it is. But his ability to actually punch two guys simultaneously with one swing. Who are side by side? It's a Street Fighter move. It's yeah. a super Street Fighter move. It's like Dalzim and special. Shit. It's a special. <laughs> so, how was everybody's day? We really fucking talking about this right now. <laughs> How's my day? No. <laughs> what? The no, material's nothing. running low. Come on, guys. This is fucking after dark. I, I did. I, yeah, no. I did some. After I did some dark. Spark. I did I don't some. Know. <laughs> this is like well, some sort. The sun's going down. Some sort of porno after dark. I don't know. Oh, man. All right, guys. Um, <clears throat> this good podcast earlier. I really fucking enjoyed it. Yep. Indeed. Um, pretty fun. Oh Jesus! Sorry, smash my chin. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? I, w- I have one question. <laughs> oh my god, he always has one question. What is it, James? Do Who's I it was... directed to? It's it's directed to you nutrition guys. So, okay. spicy, spicy food. <laughs> is it true that I burn more calories eating spicy food as opposed to not spicy food? I've always heard there was something to that. But I don't really, I don't know. I don't think so. It doesn't matter. It's sweating. Prob- it's, it's like so negligible. That's what I would say. If if you if there is a greater thermic effect, it's negligible. Yeah. What about drinking ice cold water? No, doesn't no. matter. No. no. <sighs> what about raw eggs over cooked eggs? If you like, uh... what's the point? Of, why why did Rocky drink raw eggs over just cooking them up like scrambled eggs? Movie magic. But there, but how much shit? How many people drank raw eggs after seeing that movie? I actually have a, a patient who does that. Probably a lot, and a lot of people probably got sick as well. Yeah, because of salmonella. That and what other, if any other pathogens? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the only way you can get salmonella from a chicken is if a chicken has salmonella, right? And if you're, if you have like your own chickens, the only way they get salmonella is if you expose them to salmonella. So I could eat. I could just start chugging eggs. Yeah, but why would you want to do that? The pal the palatability of raw eggs. Yeah, thumbs down. Basically, you're just eating. You're chugging snot. It's yeah. just, it's actually uh, it's no more beneficial. Cooking it than not cooking it. You're just basically taking the moisture out you're of it. If them, anything, by right? cooking them, you're making them taste better and you're removing pathogens. But you're yeah. not saving time because you have to do your workout and run. And then do shadow boxing on top of. If you're that pressed for time, <laughs> drink a protein shake. Yeah, uh, I guess. Speaking of eggs, um, I was approached with this. Um, I think it was last week. 
<clears throat> apparently on the news they were they were talking about a new study that suggested oh, that dude i saw this the it, eggs reduce uh, life expectancy or some shit so i didn't see that but i had a patient tell was so excited to tell me about it yeah and i kind of like half acknowledged what they were saying because i didn't want to like be completely rude to them of course but if it's on so if it's being reported on the news you can pretty much just like just fucking like, discount just it, man. brush it away because the news is they misrepresent so much it's yeah. it's un it's it's individuals who are not expertise in a field reading a study and interpreting it their way without full context or appreciation for the for the field right so there's just a lot of misrepresentation uh, misinformation or it you know it's it's the news so they sensationalize a headline so it's for sure yeah. it's you know oh hey what's this one tagline that's gonna get us get reviews um, or maybe it's one study that's in conflict to the rest of the body of literature you know right like that, what makes that more fucking like hold I, more water like, yeah fuck I'm not, that I'm not going to you know you don't make you know sweeping decisions based on one study you make them based upon the majority know, many many studies many pooled studies reviews meta-analyses yeah agreed in um, yeah like the news all of that don't get your information from there yeah so the two to three eggs i eat every morning that's probably okay <laughs> you're totally fucking fine uh, I, you're probably fine all right great that's yeah. all I, that's all i need to know <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's this is the one thing I always hear from people. Whether it's like, whether whether they're picking their battle with like eggs or like just something random like GMOs. Mm. Like, so many people are like so adamant about fighting this battle on this one insignificant issue, mm-hmm. and then these are the same people that go binge drink their liver into failure on the weekend. Yep. Yeah, and it's 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 like, do you not see the or disconnect? Who are super fucking sedentary. They don't do any form of yeah. physical activity. So it's like they don't see the disconnect. Like they're the, s- they're so caught up in the minutia of this one insignificant <laughs> thing that they miss like the magnitude of effect that this one other thing, if they modified it, could have this actual tangible measurable effect. Right. Mm. Or the people who are obsessed with organic and then they go smoke cigarettes. I'm like, oh, sure, you yeah, fuck. Right. <laughs> Question. I had well, someone questioning my vegetables. Like, oh, uh, I don't know. Are they organic? And I'm like, they're pretty much organic. And she's like smoking a cigarette. I'm like, does it matter? You're smoking a cigarette, which is probably full of fucking GMO pesticide bullshit. And plus all the terrible shit inside. And that's the other thing. There's no inherent health benefit to organic. Oh, I no. know. Like they 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 are God. not they're not nutritionally superior. That's a myth. Right. Like the amount of nutrients you'll get, like this, you'll get the same amount of vitamin C from a non-organic and a regular organic picked at the same time at the same height, grown in the same soil. It's all bullshit. Now, so the pesticides, there's, you you talk about like the dirty dozen and the clean fifteen or some which shit is like even that. like which is even convoluted based off of the 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 company who sends out those recommendations. Mm. Um, they actually sort of cherry pick kind of what they think is clean versus dirty. Now, from my interpretations of research, is that in terms of pesticide exposure. You're more likely the only, in general, yeah, here it is, why the dirty dozen isn't so dirty, okay? Um, it's more dirty than dirty. <laughs> scientists can now detect pesticide residuals in extreme, extremely 
tiny qualities that are considered safe. The EWG, which is that company that puts out their report every year, they report they put out the report with the clean dozen and the dirt and the dirty dozen, the clean fifteen. Um, so I think just for just for context, like the dirty dozen is supposedly like the top twelve offenders of like produce that it's highest in pesticide contamination. And those are the ones with softer skin where they can penetrate through? Yes. Right. And then the the clean ones are the ones with the harder shell around them, perhaps? Right. Um, The EWG, who puts out this report every year, um, they don't actually use validated scientific methodology for evaluating the Dirty Dozen. It's kind of just like at their discretion. Um, all All production... Oh boy! <laughs> Let's get a little hard to read here. Unique, unique, unique New York, unique New York. <laughs> Look, the point is, Peter Piper picked a pail of pico um, peppers. I've actually I've looked into this. Okay, you the the only people who are at risk for exposure to pesticides and the dangers associated with them. Mm. Are the farmers, the farmers, and the agri- the agriculturists who actually have to utilize these, use these pesticides on a daily fucking basis? Right. Okay. The consumer, okay, the consumer themselves are not actually at risk. However, that being said, everybody has should have a choice as to what they want to put in their fucking body. Right. You have the right, but yeah. you okay. shouldn't have to fucking like. Dude, you shouldn't have to like torture someone for getting GMOs. And no, fuck no. And they fucking do it. And Dude, they and your they... your dog is a fucking GMO. Oh hell okay. yeah. Your broccoli is. Your broccoli. Yeah. Everything is a fucking GMO now. Bananas, right? Like it's yep. fine. Yeah. It's got the only fun. reason the best thing that could have came out of bananas was GMO because we wouldn't have bananas right now if GMO didn't exist. Yeah. Because of the goddamn fucking root rot that, that it used to have. And the only reason why bananas are around right now is because of GMOs. So, there you go, baby. <laughs> Pro-GMO. Pro-GMO. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And these okay. people who are against it that are like the crazy, crazy, like moms against GMO shit, those bitches are lunatics, and they got nothing else better to do but to ruin other people's lives about GMOs. They're like the abortion clinic guys, the girls that are at friggin' abortion clinics. And you're like, one lady... Hold on. One, one, I, I saw this funny-ass video, right? One, one lady walked into a, a, a Planned Parenthood with all these ladies like going, and guys going, ah, kill yourself, don't kill your baby, blah, blah. Oh, my God. And she walked in there. But if you kill yourself, she your baby in, dies with them. I don't know if you have it right before. <laughs> and then she walked out, and they're like, you, you're an asshole, you killed your baby. And she's like, I was actually getting breast cancer medication, but all right. And then she walked out and drove away, and I was like, damn. They don't even know what they're yelling that person at. Of course not. And, like, they just assume that she's getting an abortion, but right. they offer other things than abortions, you know? Yeah. It was a little pretty enlightening. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Um, <sighs> dude, it's people... I mean, we're in a we're in a climate now. We're in, we're in sort of the outrage climate where it's, you know, you find something and you're just outraged about it, man. They're it's, outraged about so, it. So my whole thing is it's like... I, I love how information is just 
at your fingertips, but it makes everyone a Google scholar. It makes everyone and, the most intelligent asshole on the planet. And n- no, it's not true. Everyone is not entitled to their own opinion. Everyone is entitled to an educated opinion. Yeah, sure. But Google does not equal an educated opinion. Right. Mm. That's why I hate social media because some dude will regurgitate what he saw on Facebook to me. And he'll be, act like he's the one who, who thought of it. And I'm like, bro, I saw that like four hours ago. I'm like, you're an asshole, and none of that shit is real. Well, this this brings up a good point, and this is kind of what frustrates me, and sort of so, what I kind of ran in earlier today, is people will say, oh, I researched it. I, I researched it. Mm. But people don't really know what that fucking means. That means go on your <laughs> that phone means and see people anything. People go like, research. That means, oh, I go on Google and I research and I look at the first fucking article that popped up in Google right. of, of what my topic was. Yeah. No. Research means pouring through fucking scientific journals, periodicals, fucking... Actually doing a study. Mm. Looking at studies and actually criticizing these fucking studies to really come to a good conclusion. Meta-analysis, fucking Multiple reviews. Multiple sources, like... Yeah. Overall consensus, not just what one source and is saying. You, yeah. And exactly. reputable sources. You plagiarized yeah. the first most popular thing that someone said. <laughs> oh, for you, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. The world we live in, it's it's not, you know, who's speaking, you know, the most accurate. It's, it's who's talking loudest. Exactly. Mm. And, who's, totally and who's saying is. the most extreme thing. And that's... I think someone was talking about that, and I was like... Dude, listen, it's it seems like this is a big problem, but it's not. It's like this one loud group on Twitter that is making it the problem. Like, don't think that that's the problem right now. It's just they're fucking loud as balls. I don't How know, loud are balls? It depends how loud you can <laughs> slap them. <laughs> Against your skin. Slap, 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 slap. So it gets they, loud when it's a quiet room. Do they get louder as you get older and they get saggier? Mm-hmm. Because there's more it's flappage. As, it's as loud as the, as quiet the room is. It's true. Have you seen the ball bra? The ball bra? Yeah. It's no. A bra for your balls. But it makes sense. So they don't drop into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not that level, but I'm scared of that level. You think it like once it gets that low, you just flop them over the toilet. But then I guess it's so cold on the brim because it's a different material. Why don't they just change would, the bowl to like a nice like, like satin? You know, so I, it doesn't hold that clean, cold. man. Yeah, exactly. The outside doesn't sound no, very hygienic. No, sanit- no. Sanitary wise, hygienic wise, no. it's it's way. <laughs> like, what about a nice leather though? <laughs> <laughs> Heated leather. <laughs> I mean, I can't actually argue against that. I'm actually pro leather toilet seats right now. This episode is brought to you by heated leather toilets. Are you sick of your long, saggy balls slapping against a cold? Cold, cold toilet. Now, heated leather. Other toilet seats not affiliated with TFK Podcast or any affiliates of them show. (sighs) You guys want to get something to eat? I'm hungry. I have one question before (laughs) we end this podcast. Last question. All right, Colonel Sanders. (laughs) What was your worst injury as a child? Are we going around the table? Yeah, we're going to go. Who wants to start first? Okay. Why are you guys looking at me? Counterclockwise. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can go first. I'm not. I have uh, two. Okay, I mean, go. I have, I have two that are kind of equal parts. 
Like worse in what sense? Uh, monetary, like your hospital per- bills? No, it, no, no. Um, like you personally thought you were in severe danger and you were going to die, or like you, like more most traumatic in your mind like oh and you got scared and you remember it in your brain and like it physical bre- emotional <sighs> what kind god of injury oh my god i'm gonna your say choice. i'm gonna say physical but emotionally it scarred you like we're like you the one that when, pops out the yeah like when what like, did hey, you think of when he asked that question what was what did the you first thing there? that came okay. to your mind yeah. all right all right all right all right uh, when you say that, uh, <laughs> you mean like bank account wise or <laughs> like dogs dying wise i was uh, camping one day as a young lad, probably I don't know five or six, and I was stoking the fire pit at night, as you would if you were trying to keep the fire going on a Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the like a spark or like like a piece of something flew out of the fire, landed directly on the front of my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Um, <laughs> and it kind of burnt a little bit. <laughs> and that's why Justin wears a leather patch to this day. That's why you got two fire patches over both eyes. <laughs> All right, one-eyed Willie. Uh, so yeah, that's the one that. Uh, so it a spark went into your eyeball. Yeah, and then I blinked. And it like pressed on it. It cooled, it was like, <laughs> cooled it down. And now wow. you spark eyes. So now I wear two eye patches over both eyes. <laughs> I have a dog, but it, I can't see him. I know what he looks like. He's actually a cougar. No one knows. <laughs> All right, passing it to Mike. All right. Uh, I needed ball surgery in fifth grade. Nice. Oh, wow. wow. What happened? They get twisted up? They, they were get twi- cut open. They, they were twisted up, and they were spinning, and they were hurting. Oh, my Oof. God. They I, get all swollen? I know your yeah. pain, How man. Big? I know your pain. Taking <laughs> ball surgery. How big do uh. your balls get? Do they get, like, grapefruit size? No, they don't swell up. Usually no? they intervene before that. Oh, yeah. but they were just going through some pain. Yeah, and you're in fifth grade. So you don't really even know what balls are there for yet. Testicular yeah. torsion. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. They cut it open and they had to yeah doop, untangle them. They un- untwist them and then they tack them down. Wow. What do you mean they tack them down? I don't really understand what that means. They, they, either, but they staple it to the wall of your nutsack. Yeah, so makes they don't it so spin they anymore. Twisting. No. Yeah. Oh, they staple them to your nutsack. It's like a bulletin board. Something like, like that. Did you get the staples removed? Or are they just in there forever? I don't have any metal there. Oh, you don't? That's no. good. Imagine if you did and someone was like, Magnet. <laughs> I mean, I'd, Magneto would be my worst enemy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just crash your balls. <laughs> That's a perfect scene from like a, a Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I know. Right. I already know Seth's. You know mine? Oh, yeah. Stuffed this this big scar that I have on Fucking my right. gnarly scar. Yeah, so um, when I was... I think five years old, I was running through my grandparents' house, which is located directly next to my parents' house. And I was, at the time, carrying a a Ghostbusters Ecto-1 toy (laughs) in my hand. Of course. And running through the house, uh, being chased by one of my neighborhood friends. And my grandparents had... um, It was like a double-door kind of situation where you have one that you open... And then the other door is a swinging door. And at the time, that swinging door had four different panes of glass through it. So as I'm running through the house, that first door was already open. And then all I had to do is push open that 
that glass door or the door that had the glass panes. So I used the hand that had the toy in it, obviously, and that went right through the glass. My hand goes right through the glass, and the side of the the hole in the glass now nicks the inside of my right bicep, and now I have this giant moon-shaped scar on my right oh, bicep yeah. that has 38 stitches. God um, damn. That was not done by a plastic surgeon or anyone who is really good It was good done by, at, like, your grandmother. She's like, hi, Nick, come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's crazy, but I remember it was a bright, sunny summer day, and as after it happened, I'm just like... Did your mom scre- I'm screaming. Cream? My mom flies down the stairs... And one of the neighbors comes over to watch my younger brother and sister, who are like infants at this point, and my other neighbor got her car and drove us to the hospital. Damn. And also, I was wearing a Super Mario Brothers t-shirt, and they had to cut it off, like cut off uh, the arm part, so that they could get to my arm. Did you keep the shirt? I think I kept the shirt, and it was like a sleeveless shirt, but I I can't really remember. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Now, had had it been done by a trained, um, like a professional who does like, you wouldn't have so such like a plastic surgery. Scar. Yeah, you wouldn't have such a gnarly fucking scar. Yeah, no. Yeah. And um, which is I, pretty, I, forget, I forget about this thing all the time. Dude, I think like, it's pretty gnarly. I haven't yeah. really looked at if it. If you guys don't know Seth, he's got like one normal <laughs> arm, and then he's got another <laughs> arm that's like a, a quarter of an arm with like this weird claw at the end of it. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. He gets his, what's that, what's he, that movie? He gets his mind germs in it. <laughs> my germs, and he puts his hand in, and no, everyone vomits. Yeah, um, it's really useful for playing the guitar. Really. Yeah, it's just like this little thing with a pick on it. It looks like a normal pick. So I have double eye patches, and Seth has one little peg arm with a claw attachment. James. All right, guys. I, I mean, you know what? Like, this is probably not my worst injury. But it's definitely something I think about every time people ask me. Mm. So it was like, I had this, it was 2000-ish. I was like about 10, 10, 11 years old. And I had this thing where I'd always go in the woods and go into the Nash River and catch crawdaddies. So I'm looking for crawdaddies. <laughs> so I'm always in this river and it's like right next to the poop plant in Clinton. And it's always dumping those chemicals in there. And I'm right near the, the poop pipe, and that's where the best place to get the crawdaddies are. So I'm lifting all these rocks, and then you lift the rocks up, and then you catch crawdaddies, and then you, oh, you get them all up in your net. And then one time I lifted up this old like cement stair that was dumped into the river, and when I lifted it up, I like kind of threw it, and I went to grab the crawdaddies to put them in my net. But I didn't realize that I threw up the rock and it like almost tipped over, but then it went back towards me and then it fucking fell on my leg and then it like split my whole shin open and I and I was like, Oh fuck and then I got all like the poop water in my in my in my wound and I had like a bucket full of crawdaddies and I didn't realize I was like no one was around me. So I had to walk like five miles back to my house and I was like blood all over with like a bucket full of crawdaddies. And I was walking home, and there was, like, plenty... This is what pissed me off. There was plenty of people who drove by and who were the old women walking their dogs and running and stuff. And they sawed me. They saw me, like, walking as, like, a 10-year-old child, with like, covered in blood with crawdaddies. (laughs) 
and they didn't say a word. They just kept walking. They're like, "Are you okay?" They no one said, "Are you okay? Do you need help?" They're just like, "Oh, some crazy kid covered in blood." I walked all the way home, and my mom had to like take all the rocks out of my shin, and like, you know, she had to sew me up. And I all can that stuff. tell you exactly why nobody stopped. <laughs> it's so fucking clear. You were no injured. one loved me as a child. They didn't care about a ten-year-old bloody you child. You were fucking <laughs> injured with poo water, fucking just all up in your wound, and you still held on to the crawdaddies. <laughs> like, well, I had a collection of crawdaddies. <laughs> Anybody who was severely injured would have been like, "Fuck you, crawdaddies! Get the fuck out of here!" Wasn't I, I was like home. a Louisiana swamp lady. I was like a normal, rich, middle-class bo- white boy. With a bucket full of crawdaddies. Were you screaming or crying or anything? I I wasn't crying, but you could tell I cried previously. Okay. So I was like... (sighs) Right. But then I was still covered in blood. My shin was split open. I had, like, boulders in it. They had to pick them up the boulders. And now James has a fucking peg leg. Because the wound became infected. They had to cut it off. got gangrene. So I have one full normal leg. (laughs) And the other leg is just cut off at the knee. With like a little claw grown out of it because one of the crawdaddy's jeans got into my <laughs> So if you guys come at me, I'll pinch it. If you guys are still with us at this point, we thank you so much for listening. I hope you like the first episode you really of... really shouldn't be still with us. There's no reason for you. First episode I understand. of Last Call with Alcohol. All right. Adios. <laughs> What the fuck was that all about, man? (laughs) That was fantastic. (laughs) Well, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. That was the first Last Call with TFK. Um, There will be no fact check in this episode, like we said in the episode yeah, yeah no, there's no point yeah it's it's yeah we're, we're joking around having a good time so yep. um yeah that, that's pretty much it um hope you guys enjoyed it and as normal check us out on all the social media platforms um you know soundcloud spotify stitcher instagram yep give us some feedback uh we want to know how we're doing if you guys have anything you want to you know say that we should change or whatever whatever yeah awesome yeah yeah and i hope you guys also enjoyed that new theme song pretty dope huh yeah yeah Yeah. well listen to it again goodbye 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 Sausage candles.